You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Glad you're with us today. Our topic today is on properly presenting your company and yourself to prospective clients and or customers. Can you clearly present your business and what your company's value proposition is? Do you have a prepared presentation, whether in electronic or a written format? Hey, well, Heidi Bird's in the studio with me today to lend some insight on this topic. Uh, welcome, Heidi. Hi, thanks, Clouser. Mm-hmm. How's, uh, how's things in your life? They're great. See, if I don't ask that question, the listeners, they'll be disappointed. <laughs> life is going well. Uh, always different challenges and new things on the horizon, so I appreciate life in general. Um, but this is a topic today that I'm really excited about because... Why is that? Ah. Uh, I've had, uh, this is throughout my career, this type of uh, topic that we're talking about is something that has been throughout my career, something that I've been an expert on based on all of my experience. So Mm -hmm. helping clients sell themselves. So I've been in the media, um, in sort of the marketing departments and all sorts of ways in various jobs. So yeah. Okay, great. Hey, well, I thought today we would uh, discuss some keys for presenting one's business or the services it provides. Uh, we live in an era where there's so little time to keep one's attention, and so you just have a very short time period, seconds sometimes, to even grab someone's uh, uh, mind and, and attention for that length of time. So uh, so what are some of the keys uh, to presenting your company properly? Well, I think the first one might be just telling your story. I mean, how can a business tell their story? Um, That's something that I think is really important and something that people don't do that often. Um, I'd like to know from your perspective how maybe that can be told and what you may recommend in terms of how, you know, from a business owner's perspective, like how would you tell your story and, and how do you even go about doing that if you've never done that before? Well, I think the first thing that's the priority is have your story. Uh, a lot of, I'll use business owners and management people, uh, you know, they know what they do uh, inside themselves. I mean, they know what they do, but they haven't really formulated um, that into, a, you know, a lot of people call it the elevator speech or whatever, but if you've got an opportunity to meet uh, with a prospective client, um, you know, do you have your story prepared in writing enough and have you, have you practiced it enough to where you do have a story? We all have a story, but it's a matter, do we have it in a format or do we have it prepared? Well, I mean, yeah, it could be an elevator speech, as you said, but, or in writing, but I think that everyone needs to be able to articulate it some way. Right. So what if you're not what if you're not an articulator though? Let's say you're let's just say you're that person that boy you're this you're really smart at making something or you're really smart at determining how to do something, but what if you're what if you're that person that just can't talk? Then you better be really smart about surrounding yourself with someone or people who can help you do that. Because otherwise, how are you going to do any sort of business sales calls or marketing or anything for your business? Yeah. I mean, you've got to find people who can help you do that or draw it out of you. I know that um, I've actually done that for specific clients before in the past, and 
you know, sometimes you just have to get in there and ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, what's all part of your story? I mean, what should be in there, you think? Um, probably, you know, what is sort of the origin of your business? I mean, either how did you take it on? It could be a wing of another business. It could be your own business. How did you get started in it? Um, what do you do? Why are you passionate about it? What's exciting? I don't know. What do you think? Are you allowed to make up stuff at this point? <laughs> no, yeah. I think you should be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. I, I, you know, being being clear, transparent, and being honest. I was joking there to, to, yeah. for those listening. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, you need to be honest. And, uh, you know, you need to tell, you know, what it is that you do and, uh, you know, how you go about doing it, how you got started doing it. And why you keep uh, continuing to do it. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, why why on earth would someone want to partner with you? What's what's the value that you're going to bring a company? Yeah. And that we we normally refer to that as your value proposition. You know, what you know, what is it that I'm gonna to bring to you, Mr. Client or Mr. Customer? Or let's go out one step further. What am I gonna to bring to your customers? So you've done a little research on on this topic. You've found, yeah. found some things. Absolutely. So the Harvard Business Review often does some articles that I really appreciate, and one in particular is called "The Right Way to Present Your Business Case," um, and this was done um, by Carolyn O'Hara. And so she has some kind of good ideas about things, um, and presents also research that's been done by other companies and so sort of summarizes the research world in this one article, which is something that I like because uh, it means that it's been verified by various research places. Um, So so what are some of the key points that the uh, author talks about? Yeah. So, I mean, offering not only is your story important, but I think crafting a story that people can relate to and something that they can relate to either personally or emotionally or have some tie to. So it doesn't have to be like a crying story. And when I say emotional, I don't mean like, oh, someone needs to emotionally connect with you personally. I mean, it means that their business needs to understand that they can connect with your business on a goodwill level or maybe a different type of level where they get you right away, where they say, okay, this particular company is doing something that I value, that I get, and they're bringing their values to me right away, and that sucks them in. Yeah, versus uh, what would be maybe not the preferred way, because I see a lot of people get the cart before the horse. They're wanting so bad to tell their story and and uh, go immediately to, you know, how we can provide solutions. So this article, or the first point in this article, su- suggesting that, uh, are we saying that you need to, you know, start building a relationship and see if we like each other first, maybe? And uh, if we're going to be able to, you know, get along and maybe, you know, I like what I'm hearing, but... Are you really that person behind the story there? Is that what you think that's what that's saying? Yeah, I think so. And also just making sure that um, 
not only making sure that you understand your audience and what you're going for, but, you know, do we have the same things in common? I mean, are we going down the same path? Do I understand your business enough to be able to market myself to your business? Are we aligned in certain things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if, the, if this article speaks to this or not, but uh, how, do, how do we know that we're in front of the right people? I mean, you know, we could, uh, you know, uh, dump our load, so to speak, uh, the, the truckload full of dirt at a spot that, uh, <laughs> you know, is the wrong place to go. And uh, then we find out that maybe it was Susie we should have been talking to. Yeah, that's a difficult thing. I think a lot of business owners and a lot of places have a hard time finding that out. I think that you need to sort of really understand your clients in a good way. And the article that I just referenced had a great um, phrase that said, lead with need. And so you find out and you, you, I think, would be strategic enough to get in front of the people who would be responsible for the types of things and be responsive to what you were able to sell them. Um, So not going, you know, if you're pretty high level, you want to sell them certain different either products or one product or if it's all products. I think you would either present your whole A game or your whole A team and saying, hey, I can do X, Y, and Z for you. Or, um, you know, you have one specific person, client that would have a need um, that is a little bit bigger, but there are a couple people that you should be speaking to. I think it, you really have to tailor your, tailor your message to the need. Do, do you think it's possible that um, your team, you or your team, uh, can think that you know what your client's needs are, but the client doesn't understand that 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 might be a need, so there uh, could be a disconnect there, possibly, if you lead, you know, lead with the need, so to speak. How, yeah. How, I guess the question is, how do you know that you're leading with the right definition of the company's needs? Yeah, I think you don't. <laughs> I think the right question would be to ask, um, ask your clients all the time, um, your current clients, to ask them how they're doing in the business world. I think that's really important, asking them, what their needs are, hey, what's working great, what's not working well, and hey, what are you looking to improve on? Because you never know. I mean, whatever your particular business is, you could always be the, the right solution that has all of those things where you could do everything really well, but also help them get to the next level, and they didn't even know that. So I think some business intelligence is necessary, maybe Mm -hmm. giving some surveys to clients, maybe um, just picking up the phone on a quarterly or annually annual basis and saying, "Mm, hey, thanks for your business. Really appreciate it. What's working great? What's not working so well? And how can we improve? And let's partner in this together. So let's so there I could see there's a couple of different scenarios here, probably more than two. But okay, so there's the presentation to go in where you've got the door open and you've pursued this company, thinking that, you know, you know that what you do can help this company in one way or the other. Then you've got maybe the situation where this company has reached out to you. Uh, based upon your reputation or someone's referred your company to them. So let's take the first scenario 
where you're doing prospecting. It's basically a code call presentation. So why don't you give our listeners maybe a one or two means of getting some information on that client, prospective client, as to what their needs might be? Yeah, so business intelligence can come in a couple of different ways. Um, You can get someone on your team to do research about them and then before, you know, before a business owner actually goes and calls another business owner or just cold calls, um, there are ways of you can either hire a business intelligence group or if you don't have one, um, you can do research on their business. What are they currently looking at? Um, sometimes conversations are the best way to go, especially if it's a small business or smaller business. But um, there are records of who's doing research with whom, and you can get involved with a research company not for very much money that could help you probably figure out which ways they're going. And you can also just have internal teams look at what products they're trying to put out on the market and see what they're doing. So there are a lot of different ways. Yeah, there must be, though, it must be some uh, where two lines cross where, especially on a on a code call presentation um, that you shouldn't do too much because you may never get the, the client. So let's uh, go to the second scenario. What would you do different um, knowing that you've been asked in uh, versus you've asked to be in? Oh. Any, any difference? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I would say you would have a presentation ready um, to make sure that you knew kind of about their business and the way that they wanted to go, have multiple ways or I would say multiple solutions to their business problems that you could potentially offer. Um, And by doing all of those things, you know, being open, but having just kind of a core deck of what you can do for them, I think is really smart. And I also think being able to articulate that by what, whoever presents it, whether it be the business owner or someone else who works at the company, I think is really important that someone can convey the entire meaning of the business. Again, back to storytelling, but tell it in a very um, good way. But finding that right path to telling the good story is important. So uh, I'm the guy here with the gray hair. So is uh, PowerPoint presentation still uh, one of the best ways to... To tell your story? I would say yes. Um, And because even if you get in and talk to someone face-to-face, which is always great, um, you're going to have to probably sell the shareholders or whoever needs to see um, all of it to get on board and to be able to present it internally to your own company. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're going to do business with this company, and here's why, and here's their amazing deck about who they are. So there's never any worry about, you know, you have to have a deck of information, in my mind, before I'm ever going to sign up with you. Um, Because unless you can tell me who you are, what you do, and why you're doing it, then I'm probably not going to do business with you. Yeah, I don't want to ask a silly question, but when you're uh, preparing this uh, presentation, is there, you know, where's the critical point to put in, hey, this is really what, if if nothing else, before I leave here, these are one of two slides or, you know, 
in that presentation, are they, is there a, a rule for where you strategically put those? Or is it just vary from client to client presentation? I think it would vary depending on industry. Um, I've worked in a variety of industries, but I think that always saying, you know, what you offer, who you are, what you do, make sure that whoever is going to client be your client or your partner um, understands who you are and your values and what you stand for. That's pretty important up front. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, before we move on, so uh, let's just summarize a little bit. So we need a story, and we need to be able to tell our story. We need to some way assess what, what this client's needs are yeah. through whatever means of intelligent gathering we can. And it might be, depending on the scenario, let's say they've called us and wants, want, wants us to come in, then they they probably will tell us why they want us to come in on that initial call. Then it's up to us to you know to fill in the blanks and connect the dots. Okay, so we've uh, so we've done some intelligence gathering. So, pro- you know, probably the next critical thing that I would think of is getting in front or getting in front of the right person, the decision maker. But if you're coming into a a meeting where there's going to be a large variety. We at least need should know that the decision maker is in that room. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so usually, I would say when that happens, if there's a large, if it's a large group of people, say a board of directors, or you're meeting with large teams, and I've done this throughout my career, where there's a huge boardroom, there's going to be forty people in there, and but usually what you do is debut the deck before with their marketing team and you say hey how does this look or hey what are you guys hoping to succeed with this but so so are you saying send your presentation out to somebody uh at the company prior to their marketing team yeah do you correct uh, because they know their board of directors better than you do what kind of risk are you taking in doing that prior to to the meeting depends on how well you know them Mm mm-hmm you know, if you, could you know, shoot, I mean, could you shoot yourself in the foot because maybe someone reads it and, or goes through it and they think, yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a fit or this is, they aren't who we thought they were without, because they haven't heard the presenter give the uh, presentation. No, I would think it would be really important to talk, talk it through and work it out with the marketing team in advance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because they can help you sometimes understand what their particular board of directors is looking for absolutely um so i would say don't don't send them something that's just unilateral you would have to work on it with them if they have a large marketing team if they don't have a large marketing team what i would suggest is that before if there is a board of directors or there are people higher up who need to see that presentation um, work with the people that you're that you have, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be a sales team, or it could be whoever. But don't ever say that that's the final draft until you've agreed upon it, and that's the draft that you're presenting to the board of directors. Mm-hmm. Um, because both of you could have graphics teams and better things. You know, 
the the very you alluded to this at the very beginning of the podcast, Clouser, and that was, hey, you know, attention time is very small. So you don't want to waste people's time if they have stakeholder if they have money or any sort of uh, stakes in a business and they're going to be in some sort of board meeting and you're going to be presenting a presentation that is important to both sides. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that both sides has that, has that buttoned up very tightly. Yeah, I'm just going, you know, of course, my most of the presentations and uh, my experience have been on the financial side. And so I know that you know, even probably like myself, I will admit this, I'm a bottom line guy. So how many times have you thrown a report out on the table and you look around the, the conference table and everyone's flipping back to the last page to see either A, what's it going to cost me or B, what are they really going to do? So, but at the same time, larger corporations, like you say, you know, you should be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm going to send over a draft of our presentation and let, I want to talk to you and work through work through the presentation, tell you why we might be putting this in, might be telling you why we're leaving this toward till the end of the, you know, the presentation, something like that. So that's good. So, um, okay. So another point would be, and I think you talked about this at the beginning was the emotional connection somewhere along the line. We've got to like each other and I've got to feel like that. Okay. I can agree. I think you can meet my needs and you, you can be a help to my company, but what's it going to take for me to, to really commit to that and really like you enough to go ahead and give you to go ahead. What do you think? Yeah, I think that there's in any relationship, there has to be a good connection. There has to be a trust level. There's got to be some story. Like how do you guys connect? Like how does one business connect to another and make sure that, and this is done in various ways. Um, some companies actually make you go through a year-long procurement process where they will interview every... But I don't have a year. <laughs> For some companies, I, especially the largest ones that I've worked in, uh, they will make you go through a year-long procurement process where you are then their preferred vendor. Um, that takes a long time, but they will literally interview like you're going through a State Department interview, which I've also been through before. Um, it's a different if it it's difficult and it takes a long time, um, but you can shorten that length of time if it's a business to business interview and you guys just want to if everyone just wants to feel each other out. Hey, you're meeting my needs. I love your PowerPoint presentation. I love the services that you could potentially give my customers, and that and you know maybe all of our needs could be met within one company and we'd like to bring you on board, I think that, you know, making sure you have face-to-face contact after the PowerPoint presentation is really important. I think that making sure that they understand the story, making sure you tell them the story, Mm -hmm. that you understand each other, um, and that all of the things that you both agree upon are the same Mm -hmm. throughout your business relationship. And I think, and I think, what backs this up is something uh, that we've talked about: is having the right person on your team uh, telling the story. That may not always be 
the owner per se. Now, chances are, I'm going to say in a small in smaller businesses, the owner, as long as they can articulate and and speak publicly, is probably the best person because they've got they're the one that has the passion yeah. or whatever. But um, if the owner or that senior management person's not a articulator, then we need to get someone in there who can tell the story, but they need to they need to know every chapter in the story. Is that not true? It's absolutely true. So I'm now old enough where my first, um, uh, the person I first worked for has since passed on and I'm still a big articulator of all the research methods and methodologies that we used. And so I would say that, you know, it's, I'm still, Able, I would still be able to sell that business tomorrow <laughs> if asked upon because I know exactly what the mission was and what it is today, which is great. Yeah. Okay, well, good. Hey, well, uh, running out of time here today, but uh, so just in summary, here, here are some takeaways uh, for you. I'll, I'll call them the four, uh, the four Ks is know and have your story. Know your story clearly. Know the needs of your clients and know what your solutions are to the to that prospective client so but anyway uh hope the day has been uh, helpful and we uh, certainly appreciate the article that uh, uh Heidi was referring to the right way to present your business case by uh, Carolyn O'Hara and we found that on Harvard Business Review well we're out of time for today hope this topic on how to present you and your company has given you some ideas on how you might approach your next client interaction Well, remember, you can find us on TuneIn, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher Radio, and as always, at KlauserOnBusiness.com. Well, all for now, you've been listening to Klauser on Business.